Now, the idea of using bone marrow cells to regenerate the heart was given reality in a study presented in Dallas by Volker Schechinger. He told Audiomedica's Karen Register how his group has been using bone marrow-derived stem cells after myocardial infarction among 200 patients recruited to the Repair AMI study. In patients suffering an acute myocardial infarction, we performed bone marrow aspiration and we infused bone marrow-derived progenitor cells into the infarct-related artery and compared this treatment with a placebo treatment of infusion of a placebo medium in order to assess whether bone marrow-derived progenitor cells has an impact on recovery of left ventricular function after the acute myocardial infarction. How many patients did you involve in the trial? We included 204 patients, half of them getting bone marrow-derived progenitor cells, half of them placebo. Then what happened to these patients? Ejection fraction increased in both patient groups, but after four months, ejection fraction was significantly higher in those patients receiving bone marrow-derived progenitor cells, namely 54%, compared to 50% in the placebo group. This translated into an absolute increase of ejection fraction of 3% in the placebo group and 5.5% in the bone marrow cell group. This was the proof of concept that intercoronary infusion of bone marrow-derived progenitor cells is associated with a larger increase of contractile function of ejection fraction compared to placebo. And are there any downsides to the treatment? So far, when analyzing the clinical events, the therapy has proven to be safe. There were no adverse events compared to placebo. Although the trial was not powered to detect any statistically significant differences in clinical outcome, if at all we had trend in favor of the bone marrow cell group, this reached even statistical significance for the combined endpoint deaths, myocardial infarction, and rehospitalization due to heart failure. So, what we can say is that the therapy is safe and probably it may also reduce cardiovascular events. Another interesting point we found in the study was those patients getting the treatment very early, up to day four, did not have a benefit compared to those getting the treatment on day five or later who had an exaggerated benefit. So we conclude that you should delay the treatment until day five because uh, probably the environment of the inflamed myocardium is too hostile in the early days. Volker Schechinger from the University of Frankfurt. And after his presentation at the American Heart Association, I talked with Gordon Tomaselli again to ask what he makes of this new approach. There were several endpoints that were looked at, and the ones that were statistically significant were that at four months, patients had an improvement in their overall left ventricular ejection fraction who were given stem cells compared to those who were not given stem cells. In addition, there's some evidence for some form of ventricular chamber remodeling in that the end systolic volume, that is the volume of the heart after it's contracted, appears to be smaller in the group that got stem cells compared to the group that didn't get stem cells. Now other measures of remodeling of the ventricle, like end diastolic volume, did not change. So in your view, are the improvements seen clinically relevant? Are they meaningful? We did not get any information as to whether or not the patients had an improved sense of well-being, could exercise more. But if you extrapolate, it seems to me that the trial is promising in the sense that there is some improvement, and the improvement appeared to be better in subgroup analysis in the patients who started out with a worse heart attack, so who had the lower ejection fractions. So I think it's an important trial, and it's a, it's a trial that has promise, and I think a trial that, that's probably going to lend itself to continuation of stem cell therapy in various shapes and forms. And what about the procedure itself? Obviously, every time you add complexity, you add another stage of a procedure. That's going to raise concerns. 
Absolutely. This is a trial that used intracoronary injection, so that means a cardiac catheterization. I think in the future we're going to see studies that are going to look at less invasive ways of delivering stem cells because, in fact, if you know the BOOST trial, which was from Germany, which also used stem cells, demonstrated some benefit at early time points, but by 18 months, although there was a trend to improvement in function, it was no longer statistically significant. So one might argue that this is a transient benefit. But then another argument might be, well, then you can deliver cells again repeatedly as needed. I think the other point that was made that I found particularly interesting was it was critical, the timing of the delivery of cells compared to the timing of the infarction. So people who got cells earlier than four days after their infarction had no benefit at all. If you got cells five days or later, those are the people who actually have benefited from the stem cells. I guess that's intriguing, but it also may raise another concern in that it might suggest that more exploration of the mechanism of action is needed. Absolutely. I don't think anybody's going to argue that this is cardiac regeneration per se, that is a reconstitution or a rebuilding of cardiac muscle. Instead, it seems likely, although not been demonstrated, and this trial did not address this issue, that there were maybe effects from things that were secreted from these cells that produced the, the benefit in patients. Gordon Tomaselli from Johns Hopkins. Peter.